Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Welcome to the Power Moves P Mail Bag. Thank you, Daddies, for making this risk, risk a uh, success. It's done very, very well. I didn't know if people wanted a second show or not. Uh, Brooks B Dubs Whelan is joining me I'm on the here. program. Apparently, people want it. That's great. That's fantastic. I always like, I think that your fans send in the funniest stories of any podcast I listen to. You're fucking fantastic. I love all my, I love, I have entry level. I love getting entry level emails. Um, But your fans are more debaucherous. These are more interesting. You You get a nice contact. I get they, I get a homies. lot of I got I get I get some fun ones I get some gnarly ones you get gnarly ones right and I don't want everyone to think that that bar has to be that high for everybody I like when just little nuggets are sent in I so, like everything shorter you know the shorter the better sometimes just like hey this happened at my work we call her this like we had I'm like. I used to have a boss. We called her Triple H. She thought it was from wrestling because it was Hungry Hungry Holly. <laughs> like, that's a power move. Tricking her into liking her nickname. That's Triple H. Yeah, it's so hilarious. Go ahead. Send in your stories. You can ask for advice. You can share anything to Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com. Brooks, I was thinking of changing it to Power Moves Forum. <laughs> power Forum. Like Penthouse Forum. Yeah, I mean, you're still early in the you're still early in the podcast game. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. Right. If you have thoughts on that, I would love to hear them. Uh, I, I I don't know. I never I never got into the penthouse forum world, so I don't know. No, you're too you're too young. Yeah, I, I don't. So it, it doesn't have any nostalgia. Oh, to we. Me. I would actually read those for erotic uh, entertainment. Yes, yeah, <laughs> as yeah, a I, young I, man, I, I did not. So when you say that, I'm like, okay, I think of like like. Uh, um, amateur wrestling forums of like who's gonna win 125 this year <laughs> i'm gonna give a shout out to lady daddy hannah for sending in her pick of drinking natter days on twitter again we want a sponsorship this is a call to action brooks you could just tweet at natural light with a link to the show demanding natter days sponsor cool. power moves you can tag me at pizza nacho 61 69 if you want you can tag at dad boner for you know what i uh, just you could, you could on on insta you I could just, take at Natural Light Beer and at at Power Moves Podcast, telling them they need to step up and sponsor Power Moves. I'm I, not asking for a lot here, dude. I just remembered I drank when I did Seth Meyers. We drank a six pack of Natural Lights on the air. If you go to my Twitter at Brooks Wheeland, my cover that my, was like, Keystone. Oh God, Keystone Light. Keystone See, this is why you can't have sponsorships. Well, Brooks, you're trashing other beer companies like you did on Thursday with Deschutes. Keystone Light sent me a beach towel and 90 beers for it. I know. So Keystone, we're giving way more promotion. Right. I mean, I'm going to have to move over to Keystone. I mean, Natural Lights. God dang it. That You know what? This isn't helping. This isn't helping. Saturday is slipping away. Natter days. The summer's slipping we got to get that down, Summer man. We can't be slipping. What is it? June. Okay, we won't say. We're, we're doing this a few days early, but man, it's still mid-June. Brooks, this is a callback to something you talked about on an earlier episode. Um, it's from Daddy Ed Kahn. 
they must have heard Brooks fumbling with his calculator a few weeks back and did the pizza math for him. This is a study from the D- Detroit Free Press that they oh, published. about how uh, one large is bigger than two mediums? Don't buy small pizzas, and here's why. Think again before you order a small pizza. The folks at Groupon analyzed data from 230 plain specialty like uh, meat lovers and Hawaiian and one-topping pizzas from six national chains to find the best value. Their conclusion is that you should never, ever buy the small pizza. <laughs> who buys a small pizza? I don't know, fun kids who got book it. Buying a large pizza is a better value and cheaper price than buying a small. They calculated the surface area of the standard uh, diameter of pizza measurement to, to determine the best price. Pizza prices from six of the largest national places, Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Casey's, Papa Murphy's, and Little Caesars. Oh, Casey's Pizza. Shout out the best fucking pizza in America. Is that good? Only I've never exists heard that. in never the Midwest. Had it. Never had it. Casey's Pizza will blow your fucking mind, Burns. Guys, email Burns. Uh, <laughs> send your emails in if you've had Casey's Pizza. It's so good. People are like, it's gas station pizza. Go fuck yourself. It's better than gas station pizza. It's a pizza restaurant that happens to serve gas. It's a hard opinion. It's not a hard opinion. I love Casey's Pizza so much. Every time I go there, I'm like, I can't tell you. I, you get the sausage. It's it's. I eat it. Here's what I do. I get two because they, they got the wonderful rotating like thing, like a donuts thing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. a donuts, but like a cakes thing. Makes it very attractive. It's so attractive. So I'll get two sausage slices. I eat one while I'm in line. It's gone before I get up there. But I'm a good person. I show them, hey, I had two. I get two. <laughs> it's in my oh, tummy. Fuck, I love Casey's Pizza. Now, I'll take a sponsorship from Casey's Pizza any day. The average price for two to three slices of a 14-inch pizza came out to about five bucks a person. That seems like, like that's high. What? That's a lot of Say money. Say that again, please. Average price for two to three slices of a 14-inch pie came out to $5 a person. No, that makes sense. Because that's they're factoring in like slices. Hawaiian pizzas. Yeah, and two, three slices. Okay. Groupon. And, uh, I, and I bet that they're not looking for specials. They gave huge kudos to Detroit's hometown local pizza chain, Little Caesars, for having just one size of 14-inch pizza. They singled them out, calling them far and away the most cost-effective pizza chain out there. I love Little Caesars. Don't give a fuck, man. I, don't, I have the same passion as you do for Casey's Pizza. I fucking love it. Yeah, but the only difference is you have Casey's Pizza out here. and we Little don't Caesars. Have, I mean, you have Little Caesars. I don't have Casey's. Here's some key findings from the survey. A 16-inch pizza is actually two and a half times more food than a 10-inch pizza. Price-wise, instead of spending $19.23, you're spending $32.76 on average on the small pizzas to equal the large. Wow. That's an increase of 70% for the same amount of pizza. Man, this is this is fucking great. This Ab- is the best. Who sent this in? Daddy who? Uh, this is uh, from Daddy Ed Khan. Well, Daddy Ed Khan? Yeah. Ed Khan, thank you very much. Uh, it's better to split toppings across larger pizzas than ordering multiple small pizzas. An extra large pizza only costs about four fifty a person, but a small will one, run you an average of eight bucks a person. Adds up. On average, two to three slices of a fourteen-inch pie costs about five dollars, but that same serving size from a ten-inch pizza costs eight. Man, they got all the fucking. They this got the fair. data this here. This is great. Papa John's was the most expensive and racist compared to Pizza Piers. <laughs> but it had the steepest drop from the smallest pie to the largest. The small went from $8.70 to $5.83 for an extra large. Uh, the average calories per slice across the 230 pizzas was 305 calories. 
sell. Little Caesars, that's your best pizza value. Uh, best pizza value. In the Worst USA, pizza, baby. Casey's. Casey's is the best pizza in the USA. I've got a story here from, uh, well, it's a, it's a very short thing. It's from um, Daddy Dan Wicket. No, it's a actual story. Okay. This is not truly worthy of any version of your shows, but seems like something you'd enjoy that was in the Detroit News, even though it's a Louisiana story. See, that's why I, I told him, man, no, this is good. What I'm going to read you, I think, is great for the show. You don't have to have a show where you 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 threw up on a police officer and then um cut your dick off every time. It doesn't. Ha- it can't always be that. No, man. no. We gotta have highs and lows. Got it. And and sometimes simple things mm-hmm. they're they're the best. Hi, Mike. Big fan and always fucking with you guys on the socials. I have a story about spike ball and since Brooks asked Woo! for submissions, here we go. I was going to tell you this when we were when we were doing the uh, the flagship yeah, we, program yeah, sure. that you're going to have a spike ball story. Can't wait. I was invited to a barbecue jam by a tight blonde I'd been trying to bag for years. When I arrived, the yard was packed with babes and daddies and the green egg was smoking, beers and punch were flowing, full spread really. I found my invitee and got us a couple bevies to make things loose and conversational. The music was kind of loud, so we decided to go out past the pool to a chaise lounge to catch up. She was fully checking me out, so I knew it was going to be just a matter of time before I'd finally be able to make my move. Consensually and respectfully, I'm sure. Yes, of course. Out past the pool, there was a lawn where four guys were enthusiastically playing spike ball. And I thought to myself, what a bunch of dorks. Yep. <laughs> My date said out loud, look at these guys. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Having a fucking great time getting a workout. For the rest of the afternoon, these guys failed to get anyone else involved in the game and didn't talk to any of the bathing suit clad babes. The Dude. end. <laughs> That's spike ball for guys who don't want to get it in. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you if you have a group of people good that are good at spike ball, I don't want anybody else coming into the game because guess what? They're not going to be as good. There's a steep learning curve, and once you get good and you bring one person in, you're fucked. You're fucked because that team's going to lose 11-0 every time. Yeah, but um, what he's saying is if you're a single man, Oh, don't, spike ball is really going to take away time from you uh, don't get chatting up some babes. Do not get involved in spike ball if you're trying to pick up babes because you look sweaty and dumb and it's not a sport anyone has seen. It's, it's a, a lot of awkward movements. At no point in Top Gun do they take their shirt off <laughs> and play spike ball in their jeans. <laughs> they, that's in the new Top Gun that's oh, going to come okay, out. Okay, okay. That's it'll in be, the, yeah. It'll be spike ball. Yeah. And it'll be like the ghost of goose. Mm-hmm. It'll be a really bad special effect. I can't wait. And the ball just go right through him and oh, everyone will have a laugh. Beautiful. I'm going to tweet that. The new Top Gun, they play spike ball shirtless. <laughs> Let me for just the listeners. Moving on. Just the daddies. Motorola Razors in VOD from the freeze. That's the story. What? Um, it's from Daddy Tim. And it, VOD from the freeze is, I embellish that in the title, because that is a, a very specific, uh, it's an iconic moment uh, for us, and I believe it is, uh, at a point when um, when uh, Daddy Brado uh, gets clean, he he's, he's a, he does not drink anymore, and uh, we had, we were supposed to go to a uh, Los Angeles Rams game, and I yeah, was I, this his last day drinking? I think it was because I heard about this. I think in, it was in a way that I, I was like, oh wow, and he wasn't doing anything bad. He was, just, he was just alone at home, and we we go to pick him up, and um, 
he's just Melissa has to put his shoes on for him. <laughs> you got to go to a football game. Yeah, this isn't this isn't coming home. It, this is going out. And Melissa had only met him maybe twice at this point, and she's like, "What? What are you doing? What did you do?" And he goes, "I was drinking vod from the freeze." <laughs> Oh. That was the only explanation. Get, it made total sense. If you're taking rips off of a bottle of vodka in the freezer, you that's really going to creep up on you. Oh man, and it's drink, not going to yeah. end well. No, no. And then didn't he? Didn't he have? Couldn't he? Like, did he get into the game? Yeah. No, we went to the game. There's photos of us at the game. He gets uh, he he straightens it up a little wow, bit. I mean that's pro. That's but it's a pro. one of the funniest fucking things, and and God bless him uh, for getting off the sauce. I I fully fully uh uh, uh support it. But the the last moment towards the end was, <laughs> uh, was drinking vodka from the freeze. A stranger putting on your shoes for you, <laughs> and he just says, "I was drinking vodka from the freeze." <laughs> Beautiful. That's great. That's when you get out. You'd leave a good story like that and you mm-hmm. get out the game, yep. man. And he didn't hurt anybody, didn't nope. do anything dumb, nope. just was annoying. But <laughs> yeah. that who isn't uh, whose last drinking story isn't annoying. <laughs> right. It was you never know? it's never like, well, then he thanked everybody and left the party <laughs> had, and decided had, he should probably stop. I had four Miller lights. I uh, got a. I went through I mowed the lawn. I mowed the lawn. I, it was a little crooked, but it was fine. And then I uh I ate a bunch of Hot Pockets, and then I was like, this has got to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this a power move? This was in uh, 2008. I went to college for one semester when I was 18 at Iowa Lakes Community College because I spaced my senior year of high school and forgot to apply to college, and this place literally accepts you even if you just fill out an online form and click submit. <laughs> yeah, community colleges in Iowa are... are... you familiar with Iowa Lakes Community College, Brooks? No, it sounds like it's in northern Iowa, though. I'm from northeast Iowa. This sounds like north central Iowa, Clear Lakes area. You get the lakes up near Minnesota. It was a sh- in a shitty little town and had dorm rooms, so all we did was sit around and chug cheap vodka and Time out. What's the name? wait what was until the name lunch of the or dinner was being served in the cafeteria. What's the name of the college? Uh, uh, Lakes Community College. Okay. Iowa Lakes Community College. Okay, keep going. Sorry. I went home every weekend because I only lived an hour away across the border in Minnesota. I told you. Everyone else went home every weekend because the town was a dump and smelled like roadkill. I'm going to tell you what town it's in right now. Esterville, Iowa? Dump, I've Dumpville. never even heard of Esterville, Iowa. That's bad. Apparently, it's such a dump that it smells like roadkill at all times. Esterville, Iowa. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's right by Spirit Lake. It's by Okoboji. Oh, boy. We're talking. We're talking. Uh, wait, hold on. What? She would go to Minnesota, she said? Yeah, he, he lives across the border in Minnesota. In, or Missouri. Uh, Minnesota, very clearly stated. Oh boy, I gotta look. I'm, I'm at the. I'm at. There must be a couple of these. When I was home, I'd always hit up my older friends to get me booze for the week. Side note: It's funny how no one had a job or money at this school, but somehow we always found a way to get alcohol. Of course you do. Of course you do. You make do. You make do. Iowa Lakes was a dry campus. What the fucking shit? This dump oh, roadkill place. Emmitsburg. You can't drink at this dump roadkill fucking school. That's absurd. Uh, I mean, University of Iowa is a dry campus. I'm pretty sure at Michigan State it was totally fine to have a bunch of booze in your dorm room. No, Iowa. I could be wrong. University of Iowa. Don't ever fucking adhere to that. University of Iowa is a dry campus. Uh, Emmitsburg is right. Okay, Emmitsburg. Oof, that that is straight 
like central Iowa by Spirit Lake. That is oof. That is like the bad part of Iowa. That <laughs> that is uh, the, our, our, our their congressperson is Steve King, the one that yes. all of Congress had to be like, "You're racist," and he's like, "Okay, I'm racist." And he <laughs> Big says, he's deal. Like, he says like white nationalism is a good thing. That's where this person's going to college. Oh boy. There were yeah, they let hogs vote there. There were surprise room checks basically every week from staff and RAs. Since it was the only room at the time, that meant we'd get uh, text alerts from other students to hide whatever we had. I guess I remember doing that as a freshman. You'd hide all your alcohol. Yeah, I mean, University of Iowa was just a dry campus. It was just a thousand bars. One weekend, I got back early Sunday night with a big handle of Kharkov vodka. I've never even heard of that. I have. Oh, boy. That's, this is, we're talking We're talking. A plastic bottle that oh, you can really just you can squeeze it to really burst it out. Well, I was a five o'clock man. I was a five o'clock vodka man. I placed that bad boy in the mini fridge, then knocked on my neighbor's door to see if he was home. He was. He didn't want to drink. He said he wasn't feeling well and was just going to take it easy. At this point, I'm pretty good friends with this guy. Many drunken nights together. Then it happened. There was a room check that night. He got hit first. He didn't have anything, so nothing bad happened to him. He forgot to warn me, and I got written up, whatever that means, and they took my alcohol for the week. It was the worst week in Esterville, Iowa, I've ever had. <laughs> Wait, Esterville? That's what he says. Ester so there's Emmitsburg and Esterville. If he's in Esterville, he's going to Missouri. If he's in Emmitsville, Emmitsburg, he's going to Minnesota. That's all Greek to me, man. I was 100% sober the whole time. I went to a party on Thursday night at the... Uh, on campus apartments and saw the RA drinking my bottle. <laughs> I was so mad because oh. I'm dumb looking back. Who cares? I'd be fucking mad. You know, I got a power Give me move. One. If you're off campus and you're not in the fucking dorm room, I'm fucking, I'm taking that shit. I got, a, I got a power move for you, Burns. We were so broke in college, but we wanted to drink at the bar that we took a handle of black velvet Canadian whiskey. Oh, I'm aware. To this place called uh, The Vine. And we ordered two shots and then we sat at a booth and we just were filling up the shots with our own handle. Uh -huh. Not a little, not a liter. I mean, not a, not like a pint. You, don't, you can't sneak a handle of alcohol into the movies. Well, we did. And we're pouring shots. <laughs> Let alone of, a fucking bar. We're pouring shots of hot BV and downing them just because we want to be in a bar. And then the, the bartender comes and goes, what the fuck are you doing? We're like, eh. He doesn't kick us out. There he a corkage fee for this BV? He takes the BV. He puts it behind the bar. Then we're drunk. So we go, we go can we buy a couple shots of BV? He starts selling us our own BV. That <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. corkage fee. It's like $3 a shot, which is cheaper than any of their other shots. Right. That's a good deal. And he's pocketing all the $3. So it's, I like this. Everybody this was fucking winning. awesome. Yeah. So we just shot darts and bought shots of our own BV the rest of the night it kept you on a leash it was great but you still got good value it was fun i knew then i had to get back at my buddy nothing major that could get us into trouble or anything but i had to send a message that he fucked up for the next few weekends of going home i collected all the old out of use cell phones i could find i had like 15 motorola razors in my car I proceeded to charge them all up and set alarms on them to go off every 15 minutes starting at 3 a.m. I went over to their dorm to play Xbox and hit them all over the room, under the fitted bed sheets, in the ceiling, under the sink, everywhere. Oh, that's the best. When you throw in like a, you have a drop ceiling and you have something that's going to go <laughs> yeah. off, you reach your hand up there and you throw it. Right. You know, you don't place it. That goes like You're fucking never finding like it. couple rooms over. As I was leaving that afternoon, I found that my buddy and his dorm mates were gonna get sprayed with pepper spray or mace or some shit the next day and we're dreading it 
There's like a prank war going on. Oh, I thought they were going to school to be cops or something. Uh, Nope, nope, nope. Uh, You're correct, Brooks. They were studying criminal justice and they were trying to become cops. And I guess cops got to get sprayed in the training. My cousin got pepper sprayed. Fuck that shit. He said it's the worst thing that's ever happened to him. I got hit by a tear gas grenade in the back during a riot at Michigan State. Yeah? The riot, like full riot going on. And people are jumping on cars. Shit's on fire. Why, what's going on? And you I, guys win a football I, game or I for, like, I, like fucking Greek week or something dumb it, like that? I don't recall if it was if it was a football issue or there was something, some decision that the university made that everyone was pissed off at. But I was in a bar at happy hour and it carried over. And I, I'm guessing it's not very late at night. If you're in college and a riot starts happening... I'm getting in the middle. I got in the middle. Yeah. In the middle of the road, like the main road. Oh, it's Grand so River fun. was filled with people, and I'm out there, and then the cops start coming with the batons, and then you just see <laughs> fucking Ooh. tear gas grenades. One hit me in the back and blows up all over me, ah. and I drop to my knees, and just your whole head turns into a sieve. Like every single bit of liquid in my body oh, just, it just comes, carrying, it just dumps out. out of you. Oh, it's fucking awful. They were not thrilled. They pounded on my door and called me out. I jokingly tried to blame it on my roommate, but they didn't bite. A massive prank war broke out and only ended because I transferred to a different school. Best time of my life. Love the show. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Great story. That's great. See, that's a great little story. What do you mean talking about this ain't, old, ain't worthy of being on the program? Well, he should have he let you know, Bozo. First of all, also not drinking, you're in college. You should drink every day. And then third of all, the Motorola thing, fantastic. Drink weed every day. Brooks, I'm very, very excited because this uh, you, you next told me when story, I walked in. I did you, tell you. I don't you, always tell you what's on the show, but I was told too. Because I, you I know that I I'm interested in this. <laughs> Big Chris. Big Chris. Funniest story. I told Gabrielle at lunch. She like coughed up her fucking sandwich. She if you haven't listened so to the then I showed bag, her the episode photo, one, doubled down laughing. Big Chris, the story that someone sends in for his buddy, Big Chris, he reached out to Big Chris and Big Chris wrote him another story it's a f- that he sent to him to, to send into the program. I, I went down a rabbit hole looking at Big Chris's Instagram. Big Chris is the man, and it, he seems like a good dude. Big Chris's Instagram is awesome. Yeah. I, I was... Also, Big Chris is very into professional wrestling. Yes, Big which Chris, is very cool. Big Chris also lifts weights in a way that I'm... Sh- I think Big Chris is pretty sure... He's going to be pulled into the ring pretty soon. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Big Chris coming down the fucking, going into A-dubs. Oh, man. Fucking AEW's coming down that, so walking that aisle. Big Chris rules. Big Chris's NXT power move. If you're not familiar. He's always at NXT. NXT is the uh, is the uh, farm system for WWE. If you look WWE. at Big Chris's Instagram, which he commented on the power moves Instagram. I don't know it off the top of my head, but that's how I found it. He's at NXT all of the time, and which is so fun. MB, sup? Big Chris forwarded me this story. Another classic tale of a power move gone completely wrong. Enjoy. Big Chris looks so nice. That's what's so funny about this. He's, he seems like such a nice person. The fact that he does these dumb things makes me love him so much more. All right. Well, this is a big story. You kick back and enjoy, B-dubs. Okay. So I've worked out at the same gym for about 15 years now. These 24-inch pythons haven't made themselves. He's yoked. His guns are fucking massive. Big Chris is big. From time to time, I bump into a young man named Lewis who also trains at my gym. Lewis is probably in his late 20s or early 30s and is a special Olympic athlete. Fucking awesome. So money. I pretty much always have the same conversation with Lewis. 
I say hello and ask how he is, and then Lewis will proceed to tell me about what event he's training for with the Special Olympics. Lewis also loves wrestling and will occasionally talk WWE. So it's around 2016 and NXT is doing a house show in my hometown. Now, I'm no stranger to NXT shows, as Brooks has uh, noted. No, yeah, he's there all the time. Prior to this show, I'd say I'd probably seen at least 50-plus NXT house shows all around the Southwest Florida area. Wow, that's a lot. I told you, this dude's always at NXT. I usually buy my seats the day they go on sale and sit ringside with my wife in the middle seats and either Mrs. Big Chris (laughs) and sit in the middle seats in either row one or two, depending on what's available. He gets the premium seats. This guy's a real fucking fan nothing but the best for big chris and the missus we've earned it (laughs) taking the lady out showing her a nice time at one of the nxt shows i happened to run into special olympic lewis from the gym i said hello and lewis proceeded to tell me he was there with the entire special olympics team that night and that not only was it his team member special special tim's birthday but they were also celebrating winning medals earlier that day I congratulated Lewis and told him how wonderful I thought that was. That is wonderful, man. That's, that's heartwarming. Turns out Lewis and his entire team were sitting next to me to my left in the second row. The birthday boy, Tim, was sitting directly in the seat to my left. For the record, Tim is about 40 or so, and if I had to guess, I'd say probably 5'2", 5'4"-ish. Tim was excited about the show and kept telling me it was his birthday. <laughs> this guy fucking rules. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I did this today, and now I'm here, and it's my birthday. It's fucking <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> At this point, I see a security card I knew from the prior shows I've attended and walk up to him and say something along the lines of, hey, I'm sitting with the Special Olympics team tonight in the second row, and they're celebrating winning medals today, and it's one of their birthdays. Perhaps you might want to say something tonight, as I'm sure they'd be really happy to get acknowledged. The security guard thanks me for the information, and I go back to my seat. Karma cup was filled. My wife asked uh, what it was I just did, and I proceed to tell her about how I suggested WWE acknowledge the Special Olympics team being in the building tonight, and that tonight is the birthday of the guy sitting next to me. My wife began to beam with pride. I'd only probably seen on my wedding day. (laughs) It's a good thing, man. It's a good deal. I told you. She looked at me. And said, you're such a good man. I love you so much. I see pride, respect, adoration, and a hint of lust in her eyes. (laughs) I'm 100% getting a beecher on the way home. No doubt about it in my mind. (laughs) See, Big Chris is a sweet guy, but but he wants his dong sucked on the way home. (laughs) It's his wife. (laughs) So he's creeping someone out. No, it's great. (laughs) A few moments later, security comes up and starts asking me the names of everybody and who the birthday boy was. I told him I didn't know. I only knew one of the athletes from my gym, and I pointed them to pointed at Lewis. Security leaves, walks over to Lewis, and afterward they approach me and say they're going to recognize the Special Olympic crew and Tim the birthday boy. This is so badass. The show starts. After four matches, it's intermission time. They acknowledge the Special Olympic squad. Crowd sings happy birthday to Timmy. I'm feeling like a real hero, and my wife is loving it too. That BJ is definitely happening. <laughs> Big Chris. <laughs> We come back from intermission and love he's doing a good deed to get, to get a suck job on the way home. And he's really sure about it. He's, got, he's a hunky big dude, man. I mean, he deserves it. We come back from intermission and it's time for the start of the next match. The next match is a women's match between Asuka and some other jobber. Doesn't matter because this is where it all falls to it's shit. Asuka. 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 I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 
I, I had a problem. Uh, remember, I had to do that. Uh, I made that wrestling uh, stop motion series. Yeah, Asuka. And the hardest part of it was was uh, I fucked up a bunch of that shit, and I had to yeah. redo the VO, I think. Mm. During Asuka's entrance, she stands on the top rope and takes off her T-shirt and throws it into the crowd. Instinctually, right as Asuka threw her shirt into the crowd, slightly to my left, I jumped up to grab the shirt. I got my hand on the shirt, but so did the guy in the row in front of me who yanked it out of the air, causing me to lose my balance and fall hard. I stumble forward and try to brace myself, but gravity pulls me down, and all 265 pounds of beefcake fall sideways directly on the Special Olympics team, knocking each one of them ass over elbow like goddamn dominoes out of their seats and onto the ground. Jesus. <laughs> Embarrassed, I tried to quickly get up like nothing had happened and take a seat. He's knocked over a bunch of mentally challenged kids on TV. Oh, boy. I look around the small arena. It might have not been on TV, but there's definitely cameras there. I look around the small arena, but everything had come to a stop, even in the ring. All I can hear is one of the Special Olympics kids saying repeatedly, Why did he do that? Why did he push us down? A guy in the front row then turns around and helps the team up and gives the Asuka shirt to the birthday boy, Tim, who was sitting next to me and wishes him happy birthday, to which the crowd begins to cheer, making me look like a total fucking heel. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm not going to get that suck job on the way home now. (laughs) After the match restarted and feeling like the biggest piece of garbage on the planet, I looked at my wife and meekly asked, am I still a good man? The look of pride was completely erased from her face. And she just sighed, rolled her eyes slightly and said, Yes, honey. I could tell there would be no car BJ for me after the show simply by the way she said, Yes, honey. Tim immediately put the Oscar shirt on and for the rest of the night kept tapping my shoulders and saying, Look, while pointing at the shirt. Again, I would also do this. Check it out. I'm fairly certain he was just happy and showing off the shirt, but part of me wonders if he was trolling me by repeatedly showing it to me. My wife and I didn't speak of my falling down on the way home, and there was no road head for me. I did, however, manage to catch a Zack Ryder tee later in the night without mowing down a row of Special Olympic athletes. And you think I would have given the shirt I caught to the birthday boy, Tim, but it honestly didn't even cross my mind until later in the night while lying in bed next to my wife. We had just kissed and said goodnight. I turned the light off and turned over to go to sleep when she randomly whispers, it was a women's shirt. You knocked over the entire Special Olympics team to catch a women's shirt. Probably should have gave them the other one you caught, don't you think? (laughs) This guy's not getting sucked for a long time. He's great. Big Chris. Then she rolled over and fell silent. Trying to keep my dignity, I responded, won that second one fair and square. Didn't knock anyone down. (laughs) That's some Carl Welzine fucking shit. That is great. I see Tim and the Special Olympics team at almost every NXT show I attend, and Tim wears that goddamn Oscar shirt every time, and every single time he sees me, he points at the shirt. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Tweet for proof, and look at that. Oh, yeah. There's the tweet of the uh, Zach Ryder shirt. Yeah, you know it. Nice, yes. Big Chris, you want to follow him, it's at Big Chris Spirito, S-P-I-R. I-T-O, Big Chris Spirito. 
go ahead and give Very him a shout cool. out, man, for fucking coming with the thunder on on two so two out of three of our of the female programs. I mean, you got a story like that. Go. Oh, if also, what a creative writer. Yeah, if you want to be featured on the show, send in your stories, ask for advice. Again, show us something cool, shoot an email to powermoveswithmikeburns at gmail.com. Join us on the patreon.com slash powermoves with Mike Burns for exclusives. And of course follow us on Insta at Power Moves Podcast. Don't be shy. We'll see you on the flagship show got, on Thursday. I have a funny power move that just happened. Kyle Kinane did. He's on Cameo. We're wrapping up, bro. No, but this is a funny Your power move. Your derailment has no bounds. No, but Cam- he's on Cameo, which you can get a, a message from like famous people. Yeah. He is on it, which I'm like, Kyle, what are you doing? His is, he did the maximum. You, he will say hi to you for $1,000. <laughs> the power move. I got to get on this Cameo. Yeah. Get on the cameo. <laughs> he's doing. He's charging a thousand dollars for hello. All right, we'll see you Thursday. Bless you, daddies. <laughs>